I'm gonna put a boys Be a Chris on the internet one day A Chris said to know Let's make a podcast boy Come on now, what do you say? Well, what will this podcast be about? To deal with a tear in his eye We got stories bad People tell each other From Louisiana Fire To the city of Mumbai Oh, you mean urban legends And the podcast was urban legends With Bill and Chris You take care, guys Hello and welcome to Urbane Legends. You'll be hearing an unfamiliar voice this week on the intro. Uh, it's because, unfortunately, I don't think Chris can join us. He's been really busy at the moment. Oh, no, wait, hang on. Who's this? Joining Hello. us today, it's, as ever, good introduce Chris, Chris. Chris Flynn. Hi, sorry. It's tricky than it looks that bit, isn't it, Chris? Uh, no. No, okay, well. No, it's not. It's actually a easier. Hurdle, so... <laughs> Well, to be fair, this is the first time and not the fifty-sixth time. So, yeah, no, fair enough. Um, so you've been you've been busy recently, haven't you? So you, I didn't think you'd be busy this today. Yeah. So um, I've got space been, in my diary. I'm not sure why. So, you, are you still denying it going for leadership of the Tory party, then, Chris? Well, look, I respect uh, Mr. Johnson very much. Uh, I think he's done great things for this country. Um, I think there are some wonderful candidates out there. Um, You know, I would have to think very long and hard before potentially throwing my hat in the ring. But if it's something which the public feel that they would insist on me doing, then it would be something that I'd have to give serious consideration to. You've become a real candidate on Conservative Home. I think with your, uh, you know, stoking of the culture wars recently. I want to take us a little bit more into... Well, well, I very much uh, realise that uh, broad tent conservatism no longer works. Uh, I feel that our best chance uh, to push our agenda forward uh, is to uh, provide uh, different subjects to create more division between people, uh, because very much divide and rule has proved over many centuries to be an excellent way of staying in power. Do you not think that kill the poor is a divisive policy slogan? Well, if that was the case, would we have been in power for the last 13 years? That's an excellent point. (laughs) (laughs) I can't really argue with that one. Well, exciting times. Um, Well, I mean, it's going to go... What do you you think's next for your your campaign? Well, I mean, who said there's a campaign, Bill? I certainly haven't. You're, you're putting words in my mouth, you cheeky boy. Look, I'll go home and I'll have a long conversation with my pillow wife and we will discuss <laughs> whether whether we think that it is something that would be a good move moving forward. I'll discuss it with some of my colleagues, such as both my cats. And, um, you know, I would just say... Uh, Keep an eye, uh, keep an eye on this space. Come Monday morning. There's many in the, the anime community who feel it'd be very liberating to have a first prime minister with a pillow wife, aren't they? And funnily enough, there's a, a lot of those are also fans of Jacob Rees-Mogg. Polling indicates so. Yeah, well, um, let's just say me and uh, Mr. Rees-Mogg have maybe had a few conversations, and um, you know, um, I may have found quite a strong ally there. So he's not as, he's not, not as with, off-putting in the flesh as he looks in on television. Oh, he's far more off-putting yeah. in the flesh. 
no, far more off-putting. But I think with my strong base of uh, grown men who still have nannies and the anime community, uh, I think that's a, a strong base for my incredibly divisive manifesto moving forward. And you don't feel that your expenses claim putting in for a holographic porn suite five years ago is going uh, gonna to come back to haunt you, do you? No, no, no. I mean, you know, some people might use it for porn. I used it for focus grouping, so it's actually a legitimate expense. Oh, fair enough. Fake news, clearly. Well, we'll, we'll move we'll move swiftly on. Um, so we're going to um, be talking about La Llorona today, Chris. Mm. How do you think? Um, do you think this has confused people who have listened to the podcast before? <laughs> it's confusing, there. So. <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> we thought we'd shake things up a little bit. Yeah. So La Llorona. La Llorona. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, are we, not, are we not going to talk about what you've been up to, Neil? We can do. Oh, yeah. I mean, I believe that um, you're the... And, and the only reason I'm really talking to you is because you're the best goddamn pilot this Navy's ever seen. Is that is that right? Well, let's just say I made a little movie called Top Gun. I'm not saying it was about mm-hmm. me, but I'm not saying it wasn't about me. not saying and you weren't consulted. And the fact that there's a sequel, I'm not saying... And is it true that your call sign was the flute? The flautist, yes. Yeah, because you... Because of my soft fingers. Because you soft fingers, the way that you glided mysteriously through the air, but when it came to combat, you could jazz it up. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful, Um, melodious flying. Are you you still on that vengeance mission from, uh, from when those terrorists shot down your best buddy? I mean, I never, I never get over it. I mean, I have killed them and all of their families. But I still don't feel that's gone far enough. My lust for vengeance remains unslaked. And, and, and until until everyone's dead, <laughs> it'd be a start. And then, and then off to space with me. Yeah, <laughs> find something, find something else to blame and kill there. <laughs> well, this is, I mean, this is the one. I think you know. They've got big rockets on the back. Why not strap sort of, you know, some cannons and nuclear missiles to the space shuttles? You don't well, know when you might bump into a UFO, do you? Be up to some trouble. Just saying, if we're not armed, they're going to well, shoot from, first. From what I understand, Neil, from my uh, deep dives into the History Channel, um, UFOs can just turn off nuclear stuff like that because of their technology. They just fly over nuclear... Bunkers, switch it all off. And go, that's why... Go stop it. Like an Independence Day, I just fly straight into them. Like a... <laughs> it's a kamikaze pilot. Yeah, them. kamikaze pilot, I am. Yeah. I mean, uh, because because if they can switch off all nuclear weapons, there's no way that they could just turn your plugging engine off. <laughs> that's, that's no... That's they've got no, they've got no answer for human moxie, Chris. Forget about it. <laughs> You've got no answer to catapult. I'll just catapult myself at them. Yeah. <laughs> Strapped or, or a virus on a floppy disk in a really ill-advised um, callback to the original book because they got a virus, flop- you see. So they took it down with a computer virus, did they? Yeah, they used an Apple Mac to upload a virus into <laughs> the mothership, and then that destroyed all of the alien ships. I mean, the, which was the, sort of I mean, a the, reference I mean, to the HG Wells when they all died of an infection. Yeah, but, but I mean, much more I mean, stupid. But the problem with that is. 
you can't use an Apple Mac to interact with any other thing apart from an Apple. <laughs> so, yeah, Steve Jobs let, was like, mm, yeah. let, let alone fucking alien technology. You can't, you can't put like a fucking iPlayer into a PC without it's destroying it. The PC that is obviously exactly that's what that's how it works. <laughs> the Mac didn't find the alien mothership was compatible, so it just shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> this is this only mothership trying to find some way to actually integrate in some firewire port or something and it just, you know, just destroyed their entire civilization. They couldn't get around the wall garden. Too powerful. Well, you know, and Thus I've always... capitalism wins the day yet again. <laughs> and, I've, and to think I've always been quite critical about the yeah. incompatibility of Apple products with See? anything else. Save the world. Save the world. It's a new well, Independence Day. I would like to uh, make an apology to Apple for for me doubting you. Um, I'd also like to make a correction, um, although I'm not. Uh, so we were talking about uh, how we both very much like little Nas X, and I was saying about how he kind of he he was basically kind of running social media accounts. I said for Dolly Parton, I think it's because I was thinking of the song Old Town Road and then Country and Western. Of course it wasn't. It was today's Dolly Parton, Nicki Minaj. So I'd just yeah. like to say, sorry, I got that wrong. Well, funny Just enough, before I, people start writing in. I got my Hall of Notes reference wrong as well. I believe oh, it was, no. it was um, I don't know, some other, some, some one-hit wonder. They did not write She's a Maniac. They wrote She's a Man-Eater. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, there we go. Didn't care though. No, it doesn't matter. I wouldn't apologise, but you just did stuff. I might as well get it off my chest as well. Well, that's because that's because I'm a man of integrity, Neil. Well, that's true. Man of integrity who can lead this country out of the mess which I've led it into. Why? How many of those fixed penalty notices did you get? Was it even dozen? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't remember. I, I don't think I got any. I mean, I don't, I'll be honest with you, I don't know what a fixed penalty notice is. Oh, is it one of them? Oh, right, yeah, well, I might have got 12 or 13. I'm not sure. But then I, but actually I didn't. Oh, no, I did. No, I didn't. Time Look to over start here. talking about it. Whiffle. Time to talk about it is over. Well, you know, that's... Uh... Look, we're focusing on the wrong things here now. Yeah. It's war in Ukraine, people, come on. And we've got to get the leadership back on track, get Brexit done or... or more done or something. I don't know. I can't remember where we are in the doneness of Brexit. Uh, I think tear if, the UK people, apart. That's really important. Yep. Yeah, I think if people are willing to get behind me, then I can continue to grind this country into the dust. Well, that sounds like and it. And who doesn't, who doesn't like dust? That sounds like the kind of balanced centrist policy that this country can get behind. <laughs> That's probably about as balanced and yeah. centrist as there isn't. I think the, the Overton windows shifted mildly to the right of recent years. <laughs> so, yes. So, um, La Llorona. La Llorona. So, that just makes me want to do like da 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 da. da. Um, so, this is part of Mexican folklore, Chris. Mm. La Llorona, uh, South America. So, um, it's a vengeful ghost. Central America. Oh yeah. Nope. So you're right. Embarrass myself there. Well, I would actually say that Mexico's North America, but I mean, certainly was. Then Texas had something to say about that, didn't they? But it's Mexico, Canada, and the U.S. of A., which are North America, isn't it? Then below Mexico Central, and then yeah. Colombia down. 
Well, I mean, because Texas used to be part of Mexico, didn't it? Yes, it did, yeah. And California. Yeah. And then they went, oh, this looks like a nice bit of farmland. Why don't you find your own? This looks like a nice bit of desert. I want it. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Neil, have you um, have you ever thought about the gaucho lifestyle? Yeah, uh, like the cowboys, the ones who sort of go out. Yeah, the, the Mexican cowboys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or, or Mexico. Yeah, um, I think I'm very suited to sitting behind a desk, Chris, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. But you'd be in your saddle all day, wouldn't you? I, I mean, one thing, you know, have lots of... Get, get to eat a lot of beef. Yeah, that'd be good. So that, that'd suit me. Um, probably not good for me, but... Um, yeah, a lot of good so would you think you'd be kind of a, a sort of maybe a, a ranch manager? Yeah, if I could be like a corrupt like, um, ranch manager, like one of those old westerns or something, just like, you know, shit, could there's no shit, let's just... just sneering at the good guy. <laughs> I think that, yeah. Let's just say it, Neil. Corrupt sheriff again, isn't yeah, it? Corrupt sheriff, that'd be, that'd be all right. Just, you know, a good amount of power so I can abuse it, abuse me authority. Yeah, but, but not enough responsibility that you have to get out of your chair. No, someone else to do the killings. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, not a good shot, and not one for, uh, for actually getting up there and stuff. I mean, I'm not. Well, I mean, as you know, I'm, I'm a pacifist, um, so who wouldn't? Unless defending myself um, or attacking for something I want, yeah. then basically pacifist. That's, I mean, that's, it seems a perfectly reasonable stance. Very much, very much into the teachings of the Buddha, I believe. Yeah. Very as, as as taught by Stephen Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> He's a highly spiritual man. Didn't he get confirmed to some, like, reincarnation? Yeah. He wasn't the Dalai Lama, yeah. but it was some... No, it was, um, it was a Lama. Yeah. Because Lama's just holy man, isn't it? Dalai Lama is head guy. Do you think they're regretting that? No, because I think they... Look, it's a, there's, there's a lot of... There's a lot of Buddhists in the world, and not all of them are going to be beyond a little... Yeah, bit of cash. I mean, mind you, if you've seen any of his later movies, he has transcend, transcended kind of like what one could do. He could beat someone up without getting out of his chair these days. He's very much like me. He's, uh, he's not, not keen on a job where he has to get out. Of his believe chair. it or not, believe it or not, he's still making films, but yeah. in Russia and Belarus. Yeah. Like America won't touch him now, and I'm not sure he's allowed back because of all the pending charges, but. He just goes over. He's just over there now. I saw one on TV he's mates, about. Yeah. He's mates with Putin and yeah, yeah. Um, the other the, the Belarusian, yeah, the Belarusian guy. guy yeah, we're all probably laughing behind his back. But um, yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I saw him a few years back, and it's hilarious because yeah, he's just literally, you know, whenever he's having to run, it's either a stuntman or they just edit it so he's like transporting in between scenes. I'd like it if he was just like his legs weren't moving and he was pumping his arms and just pulling him along on a yeah. trolley. <laughs> well, my favourite one there was a guy in the AV club he wrote a uh, thing not even bumping his arms just like moving along like a ghost <laughs> well, that was the best one I did, it was, so I was reading a review I think it was a guy in the AV club and he said uh, there was some love scene they put him into and he said he gets oh, lowered God. like a drawbridge at this point fucking hell you know I mean I remember reading a review of one of his films like <sighs> 15 years ago or 20 years ago and I was saying late it's even school film a cigar cigar film uh he looks like he's um he's been more into the pork chops than the karate chops and this is like 20 years ago <laughs> to be fair I mean I don't really like any of his films no, but sure. I do like 
but I do like the film uh, Exit Wounds, which is that Exit Wounds? No. Yeah, it is which he which he's in, but it's also got DMX in it, who's excellent in it. Okay. Jet Li, who's okay. excellent, and Aaliyah, who you know, yeah. God rest her soul, and DMX, God rest his soul. But um, it's it's an all right film, you know. It's for a bit of something to watch, like it's good. Yeah, well, like the only ones I can remember I've seen of his is there was. I mean, if you surround him with good people, then yeah, like Under Siege know. is all right because you've got like I think it was Tommy Lee Jones or whatever just hanging out having a bit of fun, so that was pretty good. And um, he was on some one something with Michael Caine, but uh, yeah, hanging it up. But that was that was that wasn't too bad. Well, it was crap, but it was enjoyable rubbish. Um, but yeah, he's never really Michael struck me as a particularly good action star. No. No, I mean, like, yeah, I've, I've listened to a lot of stuff about him recently on different Ooh, podcasts. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not just that stuff, like the stuff about, like, I mean, just a thoroughly unlikable guy, like, right from, from the get-go, and also, like, trying to get someone to kill someone because they criticised him and then going, what? No, I'm not doing that. And then... The mob paying for paying for him, like giving him money to do a certain amount of films, and then him not doing them all, and then them putting out a hit on him, and then him turning states on them, and all that kind of stuff. It's just like fucking weird, you know, weird, weird, horrible person, and it's weird, you know, and somehow rewarded for yeah. it. But there we go. Anyway, let's keep it light. Yeah. Mexico, Mexico, nineteen twenty-seven. Yeah, it's going, be, it's, going to, it's going to be colonial era Mexico, so it's going to be. It's going to be actually, I think it, I think it, it stems back a little before that, but I think there's a there's a blend of that that's sort of gone into it because obviously it's a bit of uh, you know um, pre-Columbian folklore, I think, but it's um, that's the right term. So we'll start, we'll start with the wiki page actually. Um, yeah, why 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 put more effort in than required? So in Mexican folklore, La Llorona, um, the weeping woman or the whaler is a vengeful ghost mm. who roams waterfront areas mourning her children whom she drowned. I mean... Was she a member of... Is she the one who did the songs of Bob Marley? Um, I'm going to... Doesn't say. Doesn't say. Speculation. Move on. No, we're just going to have a minute's silence while you reflect on that one, Chris. <laughs> I don't reflect on anything, mate. Think about the things that you've done. Um, wouldn't be wouldn't be here after all these episodes if I did. <laughs> point. Um, so there's quite a, a wide variety of details and versions. Apparently, so the typical vision of legends is a beautiful woman named Maria who married a rich ranchero or conquistador, depending on which one you want. Mm. I would have thought they were quite different. A ranchero would be, are, a yeah. wouldn't it? A conquistador would be, yeah, somebody be a rancher yeah. or a conqueror. Yeah, but she she uh, bore him two children. And one day, um, she saw her husband with another woman and a fit of blind rage drowned their children in a river, which she immediately regretted. So, so far, so very Medea. Um, Me and my temper. (laughs) Unable to save them and consumed by guilt, she drowns herself as well, but is unable to enter the afterlife, forced to be in purgatory and roam the earth until she finds her children. So, I mean, I think there you're instantly getting into because, well, I don't know, but I can't imagine the concept of purgatory was around in kind of like pre, you know, um, you know, pre-invasion sort of Mexico. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That would have. Yeah, so it's a Catholic idea. Yeah, it's very. Yeah. 
Not that I'm very hot on Mesoamerican religion. I, say, so. I don't. I don't because I think it's would have been would have been Aztec or Mexico. I'm not entirely sure. It would have been Aztec. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm not I'm not sure what the whole kind of thing was. Feathered snakes. I seem to think get into it quite a bit. Um. That's just Quetzalcoatl. There are there are others. There. It's good. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure there are. Um, don't know. Don't, not not familiar with the pantheon. But it sounds Catholic. <clears throat> yes, yeah, certainly the whole uh, the, the purgatory piece. But um, and another version of the story: the children are illegitimate, so she drowns them. So the father cannot take them away to be raised by his new wife. I mean, mm. you know, yeah, I, I, woman scorns and all that. Isn't it? Yeah, true, you know. And it's funny actually because that oh. that is that is fit into like Greek myth and stuff as well, where they'd have this kind of you know. The vengeful mother, but then who sort of regrets it? Well, I suppose there is—it's quite a powerful kind of thing, isn't it? Mother killing her own kids. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like, go and kill, go and kill the bloke. Yeah, it seems like it'd be more reasonable, really. It's not. It's not the kids' fault, is it? Although I suppose, if any, if any, if anything, if your first reaction when you hear that someone's leaving you is to is to kill their children, then I can kind of see why the person's leaving you. Yeah, it does raise... It raises a red flag at best, doesn't it? You may seem... I mean, maybe have a little... Maybe have a little look at yourself there. Do some breathing exercises. I mean, you seem quite highly strung. I mean, I'm not certain... Like, breakups are never easy, but is killing kids the answer? Hmm. Kill the bloke if you've got to kill anyone, do you know what I mean? No, fair enough. I was going to say, well, maybe sometimes, but yeah, probably. <laughs> well, they're a bit annoying there, Chris. Well, well then, you, you know, but well, then what's your problem with them being taken to the new wife? You don't want her being happy, though, do you? Why not? Well, I mean, if they're annoying, then she's not going to be, is she? Yeah, that's true. And I will bid you adieu. Logic. <laughs> well, there's... um. <clears throat> Yeah, so the recurring theme in, in variations on the myth include a, a white, wet dress, nocturnal wailing, and association with water. So there's this kind of, um, and it's saying here that the uh, the mother archetype of La Llorona has been tied to patriarchal expectations of women in Mexican culture by some authors, historians, and social critics. Um, they often consider. Do you mind if I? Do you mind if I quickly jump in mm. here? Because this is certainly not the only myth that I've heard of of this happening. This seems to be another one of those ones which is quite global. Yeah, well, there is... Is it Medea, the Greek myths, where there's a similar one where she, she kills her children because she gets left by... I think it's Jason and the Argonauts, Giza. Agamemnon, I think? Yeah. No, he's not in... Let's have a look. No, he's not in the Argonauts. Um, I think it's one of those... I think it's one of those kind of baked into human consciousness myths yeah. to di- to dissuade mothers from killing their kids, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, it is. Not that I'm saying that they do, but they, well, you know, no, like it, saying, it, like, it, that this is, the, this is the worst thing. Like, don't do this because you'll end up fucking haunt. Like, you won't go. Like, you'll just be, you'll regret. Don't do it. They might, look, they might be crying and you might be tired, but just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's like the ultimate tragedy, isn't it? So it plays really strong. Yeah, yeah it is Medea. She um she she helped Jason with get the golden fleece and then he um and then he went off and married someone else and uh oh, later yeah, after they'd been Cheers, together for ten years. Um and then she killed their kids in a fit of a rage. Um 
so yeah, it's definitely something that's um that's kind of like yeah, been been around um Yeah, it's been around as well. I'm sure there are enough. other other uh, versions as you say, it's such a powerful kind of like thing. Um It's weird, isn't it? Because there are I mean well I'm sure there's been a study done, but I'd be interested to kind of look at all the and see which ones go, right, well there's versions of this across the whole globe, there's versions of this across the whole globe, you know, and kind of see kind of see what what story they're telling really. Yeah, no, actually how it changed because this is one that's this thing that it, it looks like it was pre Hispanic originating in the Central mm. Highlands, but it's most commonly associated now with the colonial era and the dynamic between the Spanish conquistadors and the indi- indigenous women. So apparently it gets yeah. it, they conflated quite a bit as well. There was uh, um someone called uh, Donna Marina, uh, also known as La Maliche, um, that that were I think she was one of the first um, indigenous people to sort of like I don't know marry or whatever or have a relationship with the conquistador and, and have kids. Um, so I think you know that consensual. I, uh, there's nothing to indicate that it <laughs> wasn't, but in those days, I mean, yeah, okay. who knows? It, I think that it was kind of like, yeah. but I mean, consent had different meanings. Yeah, back then, I mean. I, Oh, yeah, I wouldn't want to speculate, truth be told. But, um, right. yeah, but but I think there's kind of like, there's a bit of a mixed thing where it's kind of like, it, it, it sort of shows a little bit of the, you know, the, the culture's blending, but then also there's, you know, there's quite a, a weight and, a, you know, there's a, a you know, some little feeling as well. Um, as you can, oh, yeah, unsurprisingly. Yes. We're going to go to an article in Vanity Fair, actually, as well, because I think this will hopefully f- mm. um, uh, flesh it out a little bit more. No, no, it's... Notice that you're um, off the internet now and picking up yeah, I'm just one of your many, Vanity Fair magazines. magazines. Well, it was Vanity Fair or Cosmo, Chris, but I can't see any um, myths in, the, in Cosmo, so Vanity Fair it'll do. Well, you don't go to Cosmo for your myths, do you? You go there for your makeup exactly. tips. How much is it? Too and, much. <laughs> and um, to get your summer bikini body ready. Yeah, absolutely. And may I say, it's worked. Well, thank you, yeah. I, I feel like, that, you know... There's, there's far less hair this time around. It's not that there's not enough hair. There's plenty of hair, but you know, I've got rid of a lot of it. I'd say you, you've been um, yeah. you've been sort of like uh, basing your life for a while now around GQ and men's health, haven't you? Oh, men's uh, health, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That why you're a paranoid 100%. lunatic? Yeah, that's why uh, I'm paranoid lunatic. I only, I only, well, I say eat. I only drink yeah. Huel now. Um, uh, my, my guts are a mess. Um, and uh, I'm just ba- just basically feel quite down all the time. But boy, do my pecs yeah, pop! I mean, you hate yourself, but how many push-ups can you do? You know, load, mate. I mean, there's no Loads. there's no way to monitor mental health, is there? But you know, number of push-ups. <laughs> that's, that's something we can all get behind. It's easily measurable. So he's the real winner. I don't think anyone is really. <laughs> no, we're all just trapped in there. Um. Anyway, so. Thanks, Instagram. I just, I can't even. I, yeah, if I, if I grow up with social media, yeah, just yeah. No, the only reason why I'm on it is because I've got some followers on there, and I put out the episodes links onto it. Well, that, stuff, that but... and the dick picture keep sharing with, with an increasingly shrinking audience. Yeah, yeah, the dick pics keep sharing, keep sliding into um, oops, women. <laughs> <laughs> sliding on into the DMs of both women and men from Love Island, you know, that kind of thing. 
<laughs> what do you reckon? Should should this be here? <laughs> uh-huh. Do you reckon? Do you reckon I should go to the doctor? I mean, the wart's bigger than that. No, let's not get into it. Um, <clears throat> so, generations of Mexican children have grown up afraid of La Llorona, a wailing woman whose misdeeds in life have left a spirit trapped on earth where she torments little children. She's the stuff oh. of legend. Has she not done? Has she not done enough children's shit already? Uh, apparently, not, apparently, <laughs> murdering her. <laughs> <own laughs> <way. laughs> like, yeah. Now I'm gonna. Now I'm gonna. Yeah, of pissing off kids. I mean, kids are quite yeah. annoying, don't get me wrong, but, you know. You've mentioned that a few yeah, times, Dylan. I'm trying to sense a theme. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know you to make kids say hard enough already. Um, grown up in the current environment. You what? I, don't, I, I think it's, well, with the pandemic and everything else, I think it'd be quite hard. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be oh, yeah, no, no. I'm not the one who's got the problem with kids now. <laughs> I'm not the one who's set out his stall has... Basically, the child catcher from Chi Chi Bang Bang. Well, you know, got to make, you got to make your money. But hate the player. It's better grift. <laughs> so, uh, right, she's a stuff of legend, a myth. <laughs> the child, the child snatching game. <laughs> maybe shouldn't play that game. No, it's not. <clears throat> she, she's yeah, she's a stuff of legend, a myth and spooky bedtime story whose origins date back hundreds of mm. years. And on Friday, we're wading into an abitorial affair. She will make her way to the screen once more in Warner Brothers, The Curse of La Llorona. Where is this from? Mm -hmm. There's a film coming out. This is from 2019, by the way. So this film should already, we can probably go and find it on Netflix at some point. Um, There's a photo, actually, which is presumably still from a film. So we got, I mean, it looks kind of like a bridal gown, I guess. I don't know. Sort of like a dirty white dress and like a torn veil over the face. Well, you can't you can't go swimming in a river in a bridal ground and expect it to come out no. crispy white. You know, unless you've added a lot of chlorine to that. I mean, you know, a simple a simple read of Cosmopolitan will tell you that. Wedding mistakes I wish I'd never made while swimming in my bridal <laughs> gown ahead of the ceremony. <laughs> drowning, <laughs> dr- drowning two kids and going for a swim in a river. <laughs> it just seems so logical at the time. But live and learn, Chris. Live and learn. I don't know. You know, he, he, he who's not sinned, let him cast the first stone, that's what I say. Let one too many bucks fizz. So although the terrifying figure has not always won over critics, the legend of first cementer in the popular imagination remains as transfixing as ever. For horror fans and ghost story lovers alike, Lelaronas is a tale worth knowing. Um, so the story can, again, you're saying the story varies a little bit it tells it, but just a yeah. simple woman named Maria marries a rich man, has two kids, marriage hits a rough patch, he's less and less at home. When he is at home, he's only paying attention to the kids. What's wrong with that? Being an attentive father. Oh, you know. She, she needs love as well, Chris. I mean, and do you know what? Like, yeah, but like, in those days, like, I mean, like, that's, like, he's way before his time paying attention to his kids. Like, whenever this was set. Well, she gets jealous of the children. It seems like it. I think, you know. I mean, I don't think we're dealing with the most stable of decks, to be honest with you here, Chris. You know, I don't think so. Don't, knowing where this ends up. But, you know, here we go, naughty boy. Eventually she sees him with another woman. In range beyond reason, some versions claim Maria drowned her two children but immediately regretted it, crying out, Om is heos. Translation, oh my children, oh my sons. Um, she sometimes said to have drowned herself afterwards, but when she arrived at Heaven's Gates, 
she was denied entry, banished back to purgatory on Earth. What? Until, until what she could find a chance. Yeah, it would be an awkward <laughs> conversation with St. Peter, wouldn't it? Oh, you think you're coming all right. in? Um, okay, let's go. All right, over all right Peter, I'll just be a little bit again. And do you know what? We didn't put in the one about your own kids because we didn't really think we'd have to specify that. Well, uh, should yeah. have, shouldn't you? Wouldn't have done if it. If I'd known. Well, if do, you, you do know. You know <laughs> Peter's going, yeah, but, but do you know what? Like, it doesn't matter if you're showing kids. The not killing bit kind of is a catch-all for not killing. So it's not really about who you're killing. Could be your own kids. Could be someone you meet on a train. Doesn't matter. You shouldn't kill either way. Look, you're not coming in. Well, if I'd known that, so what am I meant to do? Go wander the earth, well, I suppose. So you can find a lost children. Well, you can probably go back now. You're not going to find them. Just go and have a look in the pool where you put all the fill with you. Not going anywhere, are they? Just go and have a look at the bodies. I don't know. Maybe, maybe she's meant well, to find the spirits. I don't know. That's what St. Peter suggested, was he? he went, he's just I mean, I'm, trying I'm, to get rid I'm, of it. You know, I've, like I've a, kind of interjected the St. Peter character like into, this, um, into this scenario, but yeah. Um, well, they well, said Heaven's Gate. Like so. Traditionally, I believe he's supposed to be the one up there. He very much, as you say, the bouncer. He's the bouncer, isn't he? There with his shades on and his oh, earpiece. Trainers in heaven. <laughs> I don't I think so. How many, yeah, how many of you lads died together? Lads, no, sorry. No, sorry. Can't sorry, tell sorry. it all sorry. in. No. Too many no, of fucking sausage sorry. party already in there. Not tonight, Honestly. lads. <laughs> Not tonight. <laughs> you go off and do purgatory for a bit. We'll see. You know, you come back Wednesday night. We're a bit less busy. We'll see. <laughs> what, you just let them in? No, I said no, lads, right? Yeah. Yes, look, look, the answer's no, lads. Now, now move, or things are going to get a bit tasty. And like all bouncers, I have carte blanche to cause violence to people on the street with complete immunity from the police, despite the fact that it's illegal. To be fair, though, he's got his badge, so you know. Yeah, badge doesn't actually give you... You're allowed to remove people from a private premises. You're not allowed to attack people. Yeah, if by remove, street. you mean violently assault, then, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, private property, isn't it? Don't like Nine it. Nine tenths of the law. Have you? That's... <laughs> Go to limbo. Well, fuck off to limbo. Fuck off to limbo. Get out. Get out right. of my face. So, now the legend says she floats... Up... <laughs> You get, you, get to, you get to limbo. How many are, how many are you, lads? Nah, sorry. <laughs> nah, sorry, lads. Go home. I can't go home. That's, how, that's actually yeah. how you get ghosts. Yeah, you can't actually persuade the bouncer and have <laughs> ghosts to let you in. Yeah. Or limbo. Nah. So she floats over near bodies of water in a white funereal gown. Yeah, white isn't really funereal, but... Forever weeping as she searches for her lost children. And some versions of the story say she kidnaps or attacks children. Others say she attacks cheating husbands. So there you go, Chris. That's a bit, that's a bit more. There you go. That's, well, but having said again, that, you well, know, what's the, what's the, mean, we don't know. Two sides of the story, etc. Yeah, but again, like, attack your own cheating husband. Don't get in other people's business. Well, you don't know what's going on in there. I marriage. think, uh, you know, the ship is sailed on reasonability for La Lorena, to be fair. Well, you know, if I. Try and talk her down. But... Good luck with that. Um, yeah. I'm a wraith of torment now. Um, oh, 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 no. What? It's the one thing we didn't want to happen. 
<laughs> Says St. Peter. We built <laughs> Diana's water feature. Lorraine's ground. Oh, fucking hell. What have we done? Their kids all over the fucking place. Right. So when you hear her cries, the director remains the same. Run away. So yeah, don't get involved. So don't yeah, try and talk just, it just, down. Just leave it. Just leave it. This isn't someone that I can. You know what? Some some I people charm out of. You know they need a different kind of type of help. You know, and if you're not you're not a professional expert or you know like a parapsychologist. I mean, because you know you're going to need well two equipped. distinct um, skill sets here. I would imagine one, the ability to commune with ghosts, mm-hmm. and two, you know, like grief counselling yep. or something like that. You know, yeah. And that's you know there can't be many with both. Yeah. You know, hitting both of those. I mean, as we've said before on the on the pod, Chris, you know, parapsychology is perilously underfunded. It's ridiculous. You know, ridiculous. Again, again, you know, I I call out to Elon Musk to put some money into this because it will be it's profitable it's in the future. It's an absolute great industry. You know, get on the base. If you really are, if you really are the real life Iron Man, then please start putting some money into parapsychology. You know, we we as a human race beg of you, our spiritual king. What am I to do if a ghost starts haunting my house? I've got no no. Well, I mean, we've got we've got workarounds, haven't we? Because yeah. we've had to David Soul posters to ward, to, which act as wards, but not everyone knows that now. Yeah, we only stumbled That's across it. Thorough investigations over the years in many of these things. Anyway, hey, you know, we've said that. Yeah. So he's inspired and influenced quite a few movies over the years. So there was a 1933 Mexican film, La Llorona, a 63 Mexican film called oh, La de la Llorona. I'm going to attempt to do that. The Curse of La Llorona. Um, 2006 KM31 or KM31. KM31. Oh, I wonder what that's about. Um, okay. Hmm. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if that's like a street or something. And um, 2013's Mama. Oh, which had uh, Guillermo del Toro involved. Mm-hmm. That'd be worth a look. Mm. Um, okay, so they made quite a few films out of this. Um, yeah, yeah, and the latest pretty big, the legend, The Curse of Lorona, stars Linda Cardinelli as a non-Hispanic white woman whose late husband was Latino. Much of the film's supporting cast, however, is Hispanic. I um, mean, you know, commitments grounded. Don't get a white woman. Well, in there, yeah, it's the I main mean, character. You know, there's no. I mean, there's, there's, there's yeah. literally. No good Latin actresses, is there? None at all. Can't think of one. It's received mixed reviews. (laughs) Fucking Hollywood. (laughs) Yeah, we've got some notes. Kids, the (laughs) character's going to be a Mexican person. Be white. Really? We do. We're we're willing to concede that the cheating (laughs) husband can be Latina. (laughs) Yeah, because that's weird. I mean, I mean that really rings true to our Middle American audience. So, what's the moral of the story? Don't marry a Mexican man, basically. Right, I think you're missing it, guys. So they go on and just sort of like, uh, you know, bang on about what the film's going to be about. But make no mistake, for a good number of the film's cast and crew, making the film was an experience that recalled chilling childhood memories. So, Patricia Valasquez who plays Patricia right. Alvarez in the film, told Bustle at a junkie that when she was growing up in Mexico, La Llorona felt quite real. It's really how our parents make us do what they mm. want to do. Yeah. yeah. Like every Sample single friend. thing that make we sure talk you about. Make sure you come at five, otherwise La Llorona is going to come and get you. <laughs> 
and it didn't help. Apparently, there were some creepy supernatural occurrences on set. Half the crew actually does believe that the house we shot Mm. in was haunted, and there might have been something to that. Chavez lied. I've put the lie in there. (laughs) (laughs) Added Velasquez. I think Lalorena was there just making sure we were doing right by her. It's a bit late to worry about PR, isn't it? All right, I don't mind you putting in a bit about the dead kids, but you know, I don't mind you replacing me with a yeah, wine bottle. Literally, they've literally not yeah, done so, right by her. You know, like all, you know, yeah, no, like, like I'm willing to concede that that will you know improve the film's, the film's marketability in North America, right? Fair enough, right? I mean, you know, look, I I may be a you know. A five six hundred year old apparition of, of revenge, rave, revenge, 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 I know about production <laughs> travails of Hollywood, and you know I'm, I'm a pragmatist. I'm a very pragmatic Ray. It's you know. I just wanted to. I was just. I just wanted to make sure the continuity yeah. was right. You've, you've 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 done representation with all of the characters who are you know less important. So yeah, fair enough. What do people want? Okay, so I just looked up some sightings on Legends of America, Chris. Um, Oh, yeah, so, there's been some sightings. Well, you know, well, that's unusual. Wasn't expecting that. So, when Patricio Lugan was a boy, he and his family saw her on a creek. They were sitting mm. outside talking and saw a full, tall, thin woman walking along the creek. She seemed to float over the water, mm. started up the hill, and vanished. However, just moments later, she reappeared much closer to them, then disappeared again. They looked for footprints oh. and sort of blinking in and out. The woman they had seen was La La Honda. Yeah. Oh, that is spooky, isn't it? If it's a whole family. There's another story well. by a man by the name of Epifano Garcia, who was an outspoken boy and often argued with his mother and father. After a heated argument, he, along with his brothers, <clears throat> Carlos and Augustine, decided to leave their ranch to head towards uh, Villa Real de Santa Fe. However, they were on their way. They were visited by a tall woman wearing a black tapello and a black net over her face. Two of the boys were riding in the front of a wagon when the spirit turned on the seat between them. She was silent and continued to sit there until he finally turned the horses around and headed back home, at which time she said, I will visit you again someday when you argue with your mother. It sounds like, actually, you know, maybe she's just been getting some bad publicity because, you know, she didn't, she's just doing a little bit of, you know, water floating and what ghost wouldn't enjoy that? It's like water skiing for ghosts, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, it's, yeah. it's like um, wakeboarding. No, what's that? Um, yeah, paddleboarding. Paddleboarding. Sorry. Yeah, bet there'll be. I bet there'll be a billion paddleboarders down at so. seafront today. Mm-hmm. Kind of the paddleboarding capital yeah, no, of the I world. Tend, isn't I it, tend Brian? to go down the beach. That one is because it's too bloody crowded. But um, yeah, mm. people love a paddleboard. Yeah, yeah, I remember there used to be a lot of windsurfers on Hope Lagoon. I don't they still do a lot of that. Uh, well, there's. Um, in the winter, because because of the conditions here, there's a stage in the mm. World Windsurfing Championships. It's never, well, I don't know. The seafront does get quite breezy, actually. I was going to say, we're not, it's not that windy in Brighton, but uh, on the seafront, it's bloody windy, yeah. It fucking is. I used to live on King's Road. It's fucking windy, yeah. yeah. So, even as a student. Hmm. Well, anyway. Yeah. So, wrapping this one up then. So, the Hispanic people believe the weeping woman will always be with them following the many riddles looking for her children. For this reason, many of them fear the dark and pass the legend from generation to generation. And some of the readers tell stories mm. as well about running into her in a, a campsite or whatever. Yeah. 
Okay. I mean, could it also be a good way to warn kids to stay away from the yeah. water? Yeah, you know, I'm sure. Do you know what I mean? Could be. Yeah, well, I think as, as I don't know. I mean, said on that one before, it basically just a good way to get kids to do whatever you want. If you don't clean your room, yeah. the other owner's going to drown you in the well out back. <laughs> yeah, but do you know what? I think, I think that, par- I mean, I think that these things don't necessarily come up that way, but I think that parents go, oi, oi, yeah. I reckon I can use this. If you talk back to your mother, the Bigfoot yeah, will come and absolutely. get you. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, a kid, you know, Kids can't be reasoned with. They There's only one thing they listen to, and that's threats. Threats of supernatural and violence. Sometimes those threats tip over into <laughs> drownings, and, you know, there's a vicious cycle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shame, isn't it's it? going to happen it's sooner or later, isn't it? You know? it's just, that's just a yeah. numbers game, surely. I mean, Laurona was actually... She was threatening her to annoying kids with a previous story of uh, an old Aztec yeah. legend about someone who drowned their kids like to get a turtle in the room and it tipped over into an actual breathing. drowning. Next thing you know. <laughs> Not breathing. There you go. It's all gone too far. Slippery slope people don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Stop threatening your kids. Right, and on that note, <laughs> two of the least least suitable right. people on earth to be giving parenting advice. Um Let's uh, let's move on to scores on the doors. I can't remember what our scoring system is, Chris. So I could try to remember. So Neil, I I, I believe uh, it's spooky um, to start with. I, I mean, yeah, this is this is a, the spooky in my opinion. Um, you know, I think the idea of uh, you know you can tell why it's become um, kind of quite a persistent um, bit of folklore. Yes, yeah. and, and again, it's kind of. One of those kind of things is, of course, then the Greek, um, you know, Greek tragedies. One of those Greek tragedies, the, the idea of uh, a mother um, killing their own kids, that's, um, you know, extremely tragic and, and, and haunting. Um, so, yeah, very, very spooky. Um, yeah, and, and, and kind of like, you know, the, I mean, there's not there's not loads of sightings and stuff like that, and that doesn't sound, that's, but I think, yeah, just that, that, um, that intrinsic thing, I think that gives it quite a high score for me. So I'm going to give this a nine. Nine. Yeah, I think it's pretty high as well. Um Infanticide, always spooky, um, you know, the regret, but then the ghost kind of haunting other kids and kind of coming around. And clearly it's one which is very, very well known in Mexico and, you know, scares scares kids there. Um, so, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it an eight. So, Neil, next, believability. Um, well... It's believable that something tragic like this can happen and presumably well, has definitely happened many times. Um, I think it's believable that people um, completely completely buy into it. Um, and, you know, there has, been, there has been some sightings for whatever reason. So, you know, compared to a lot of stuff, it's it's pretty it's pretty believable. So um, I'm going to give it uh, an eight. Yeah, well, I won't go no. quite that high because I think it's. Um, but yeah, I think there's tend to say. I think you know, do I necessarily believe that um, there's a, a 
um, some old spirit haunting the lakes and things, probably not. But um, but yeah, there is. There've been. There's actually quite a few sightings. I went for a couple there, but there was dozens of comments underneath people claiming to have sighted. And uh, there's some some other bits and pieces on there. So um, yeah, I think go for a six for me. Six. Narrative. Okay, Neil. How was it reach uh, you got for, next yeah. with reach. Okay. Um, yeah, I think this has got probably fairly reasonable reach. Um, as always, I haven't heard of it. That means nothing. Um, but it's definitely, it's one that's big throughout all of Mexico. It's been around for a very long time. It's, you know, um, it, it goes back to pre-Hispanic, so pre sort of 1492, I guess. Um, so, you know, it's been around for plenty of time. It's, there's been lots of films and things made. Um, and, you know, Spanish speaking culture. I mean, that's, what is it? Second or third largest, um, community in the world. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, no, yeah. third, sorry. Yeah. So, um, I imagine it's sort of spread spread quite wide through that. Um, and yeah. obviously, I mean, you'll have seen it, Chris, because it's been on an episode of Supernatural. So apparently La Llorona is a character who was on the first episode and came back in the 15th season. No, I don't remember. Stand out. I mean, it wouldn't, would it? You know, a screaming white woman murdering her kids. It's like, oh, it's, you're, you're no it's Pinocchio. Standard, isn't it? <laughs> or whatever they have in Supernatural. I mean, what is the premise? Do they go haunt it? Do they fight ghosts? Is it like constant? So, I mean, like, it's been a while, but so they, their dad, their dad dies in some kind of supernatural thing, and it turns out that he had been going round battling the supernatural, and so the two brothers take up the mantle. Couldn't get the investment, had to do it as a hobby. Couldn't get it. Of course. Yeah, exactly. Of course. Bank, banks wouldn't this touch is- him. Just do you know what? It's simply because kids don't learn how to write decent business cases in school. No. Because they're trying because they're trying to shut us out of the system. That's why I knew. Yeah. <laughs> just just Toffs doing all the haunting related yeah. business these days. Exactly. Yeah. Boris Johnson, if he wanted to get a PK meter, I bet he'd get it on <laughs> taxpayers' money, wouldn't he? Oh, it's a gold plated one designed well, as by as if he fucking way. already hasn't. <laughs> just, just for the sake. Just, just, so, so, just, to, just to run over his hair every morning. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, reach now. Yeah. Point. So yeah, quite. I think um, quite decent reach for me. I don't think it's a worldwide one, but I imagine it does have pretty good reach and um, been around for a long time. So I'm going to give it a seven. Seven. Uh, yeah. So I think it's got a good reach. I mean, there've been loads of films about it, um, and so I'd say its reach within the media is big. Um, I would imagine, uh, I mean, within the Spanish-speaking world, it's big, it's pretty old. Um, You know, I haven't heard of it, but then, you know, how many people in Mexico have heard of the Loch Ness Monster? Probably most, but, I mean, not necessarily. I don't know. Um, So I think it's got a very high reach, and uh, so I'm going to give it an eight. And so narrative premise. Um, Well... Again, the premise seems to be something which has been used like different times in different parts of the world without mm. necessarily being them being interlinked. So it's obviously one of those um, sort of inherently human premises. So that is strong for me. Um, you know, the narrative's fine. Um, but yeah, I just think, you know, un- unfortunately it's a very kind of, it's a cautionary tale, um, but it's but it's one that's been repeated over and over again. So it's clearly strong. So for that, I'm going to give it a seven. 
Yeah, I think this is quite a strong one for me. So I think the two big ones, I mean, there's obviously, you know, the infanticide, which is a, you know, a really tragic kind of like um, element, you know, or, or just, you know, the death of any child and uh, and then the association with water it just makes it, so it's not a complex narrative or lots of kind of, you can put lots of tricksy plot into it or be a country. It's more kind of emotional and raw. So I think, I don't know if you've ever seen Don't Look Now, Chris. Um, it's a film with Julie Christie and... Um, What's no, not. Donald Sutherland. Uh, basically, their child drowns in a lake by an accident at the start, and they're off in Venice, and um, he keeps being haunted by the ghost right. of his child running around in a red coat. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, you don't want to cut your holiday well, short. No, I mean, you know, might as well still be in the honeymoon. <laughs> <either>. <laughs> I mean, we've paid for it now. We've paid for the hotel now. You know, you might as well. No, it's, it was, it was um, but yeah, it's that whole kind of really haunting kind of, um, you know, atmosphere and yeah. you know, I imagine I mean I wonder whether or not you know there was any any element of that that I think it was based on a novel by Daphne de Maurier but um yeah who knows maybe she was inspired by this legend but uh yeah I think it's got those elements that are quite um I don't know what the word is kind of like elemental or whatever um so mm-hmm. quite strong for me so I'm gonna give it an eight Neil and that gives it a very high urban urbane legends score of 61 that is one of our highest. So, so our theoretical maximum would be eighty, wouldn't yeah. it? I guess. Yeah. 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 So that's really high. We've that's... never broached the seventies. Uh, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I'd have to go back and look. But that ain't gonna happen. So we didn't. <laughs> no. I mean, I might do. That's now a fact, in my head. Um, yeah. So that's incredibly high score. So mm. you know, well done to yeah. make some folklore. Well, I mean, you know... Thanks. thanks for taking part. Thanks for taking part. I mean, Lupas Calicia was quite high as well, so clearly, oh, clearly there's a lot of, um, you know, excellent folklore and urban mything going on in Mexico, so we will definitely revisit very soon. Um, I mean, I would say, you know, put more French magicians into yeah, the folklore yeah. as well, if you could. Yeah, I mean, it did, I mean, it would have been an 80 if it had a French yeah. magician in it. <laughs> but, something inappropriate. But c'est la vie. Um, yeah. So... That's it from this week. Uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Um, if not, don't let us know. Uh, but if you did, then you can contact. Just go, just go and scream at your pillow, boy. It's fine. Uh, you can contact us at herburb.legends.podcast at gmail.com. But apart from that, uh, I wish you a an excellent week. And uh, I hope that, uh, I don't know, Santa brings you all you want. So, from me, goodbye. Goodbye.